pot roast and kisses. So dang delicious. Pot roast and kisses. Yes, you heard that right. I'm Mary Jane Caps, and that was Pot Roast and Kisses from the Reverend Peyton's Big Damn Band. There's way more where that came from. Um, if you want to get in on that sweet action, I am sending out a link to that melody as well as a link to the video. Yes, there's a music video, of course, that comes with Pot Roast and Kisses. And it's um, everything that you want that video to be, or maybe everything you don't want it to be. There is pot roast, for sure. There are kisses. And there is random breakdancing. So it's ideal. Sign up on my website if you would like me to include you in the link I'm sending out to my subscribers www.maryjanecapscapps.com. Welcome to my podcast. So, yes, pot roast and kisses for starters. I'm just going to give you a little, little bit about that. Um, <laughs> maybe you're familiar with it. I don't know if you are. I was not until about two months ago. Um, my husband, my eight-year-old daughter, my then 13-month-old son were on a journey seeking adventure. We were driving to the middle of nowhere uh, from our home in South Carolina, right up near Charlotte, North Carolina. We were driving all the way down to a very, very remote town in the country in Georgia. And we got our pop-up camper. That's what we were journeying to get. We scored this pop-up camper. We were super pumped about it. Um, and then we drove back and it was a really long drive and we were all really tired and cranky. And you know, we were coming down off that sweet, sweet pop-up camper high. And my husband was playing some, you know, bluegrassy or maybe it was like a southern rock station on Pandora I think so in the dark of night when we all had reached our limit this loud twanging sound came on and then you just heard the sky just belting out pot roasting kisses you know I got a genie she's granting wishes pot roasting kisses so dang delicious I mean I I shut it down that was my immediate I didn't want to even hear the next the next bars of it the chorus shut it down what is this oh you know pot roast and kisses um gross right like so it's such a, such a heavy meal to say with that so, and, and you know what, Jake felt the same way. Like, ew, gross, shut it down, get that out of here. Right, so we were in agreement. Um, but then, you know, the way these things happen, a couple days later, the melody haunted me and I sought it out. Uh, we went on our maiden voyage camping trip with our pop-up, Viking Caps the First, I think is what my daughter has named him. And um, 
and I looked for this song again, Pandora Station, but this time I looked for the Pot Roast and Kisses station, I guess. And um and I played it. Now my daughter will sing the beginning because you can't you can't not you can't fight it. She hates it. <laughs> okay, she'll sing part of it because you've got to sing part of it. My son, like the infant, loves it. He thinks it's awesome. It's just the best. I sing it to him in the morning sometimes. Like I'll just wake him up and I sing. Well, no, I don't wake him up singing Paul Rosa Kisses. He wakes up and I sing it. I'm a total psycho. Um, but he wakes up and I go, Pop Roast and Kisses, and he is down. My husband, you know, he is just used to this sort of stuff from me. So it has gone from being just the worst thing I had ever heard to, well, this is tolerable to, I think this is our family anthem. Like, this is, this is it. I found the Caps family ballad. And you too could share that experience. Um, Pot Roast and Kisses, the Reverend Peyton's Big Damn Band. You know, look it up yourself. Of course, I will be sending out that link so you can enjoy that. And you can also feel just kind of uncomfortable and unsettled when you watch that video. It's a great tune. Uh, so that's Pot Roast and Kisses. And now I'd love to bring you into my circle of voyagers, okay? Uh, because like Moana, we are voyagers and um, we are explorers. And you too, you could be a pop-up person. You could be a pop-up camper person. Uh, as I say this, if you live outside of the United States, okay, there's other terms for this, right? Maybe you're thinking of like a, is it like a tent trailer? I don't know. A poopy camper. I don't know, whatever. Of course, you don't call it that. I have no idea what you call it. But I'm just saying, uh, the pop-up camper where it, it's a flat I'll tell you what I'm talking about. It's a, it looks like this, like just big old block. Like, oh, that's a, you know, like a little rectangular blocky trailer that someone's pulling along. They park it at their campsite and then they turn a crank and it pops up and the tents, the, or the, the tent sides, the beds pop out on the side. There's, there's different kinds of these. There's like A-frames. There's different kinds. Ours is standard. You know, when you think of a pop-up camper, you, you Google the image. I will send a picture in my, in my newsletter. That's the pop-up camper. Viking is our kind. And um, I love it. You could be a pop-up person. I will, let's say this right off the bat, Okay try to resist the urge. If you're like, oh, well, I am not a very outdoorsy person. I am an indoorsy person. Cool. But you know, you don't necessarily have to be this super outdoorsy person to have magical camping adventures and live your best pop-up life. I would not call myself and okay a friend laughed at me recently because I said I'm not super outdoorsy and she's like you just bought a pop-up camper like you go camping you're you know you all you hike to waterfalls I mean yeah but like it is low-key hiking okay it is chilled out little trails with my family um I am not like oh man I could really go for some fruit leather right now you know um you know I hope you packed a cliff bar because that's a delicious treat. I'm not going to say either of those things at any point to you or, or anybody. 
Um, I pack lipstick on camping trips. Okay, the last camping trip we went on, I went to delicious a delicious breakfast camp, Crockett's Breakfast Camp, and I put on a lip gloss before I went there. Do you know what I'm saying? So I, it's not like I'm like super rugged over here. Hence the pop-up, okay? So we have done our share of tent camping as a family. So here's the deal. Tent camping can be fun, but when you've got like, and I'm not even saying you have to have kids to make the decision to pop up, by the way. There's tons of people that are doing this, you know, just couples without children or just maybe single person. You just want to go camping with your BFF, you know, or your dog or you, whatever. The point is, are you somebody that, like, you understand when you first heard, maybe this is the first time hearing this, that when Henry David Thoreau went and and lived by Walden Pond and wrote um, poetic things that wound up in, you know, printed on the inside cover of bark journals that they sold at the Nature Company later... Do you miss the Nature Company? I so miss that store. Do you know what I'm talking about? I miss it. I miss the rain sticks. I miss, I mean, I'll play Enya anyways, but I miss walking into Enya and flute and rain sticks and bark journals with Thoreau quotes. So um, anyways, Henry David Thoreau, when he stayed at Walden for like, what was it, like two years or something, you go, wow, yeah, he just went to live out just man in the wild. Yeah, his mom and sister packed a picnic lunch and visited him, I think, almost every afternoon for a little picnic lunch by the pond. I think that's adorable. Even in his most, you know, I'm just going to go out and just find myself here in this remote space, but could you come and like bring me some Sammies? <laughs> and they and they did, and they all did that, so that's great. But I so that's what I'm saying. I relate to that part of his experience. I want to go to Walden Pond. I also want yummy snacks, you know what I mean? And like a comfy bed. This is the pop-up camper thing. Okay, because the bed is the game changer for me. All right. The thing that's like the worst, the things to me with a tent that are the toughest and, and you may have your own stuff, but let's talk about the stuff we, we think we, we know. If you like really hate camping, this won't even be hard to explain. You just shudder at the thought of a tent. Um, tents can be fun, of course, to me. The things that I think are a bummer about the tent, you know, the, you usually can't stand up in a tent. One, that's irritating to be ducking and crawling in. If you can stand up in the tent, if you do have one of those big ones, then that does help. Um, but that can be kind of a pain to set up. But okay, that's fine. If you have a stand-up, great. You usually can't. Uh, the sleeping situation leaves room to be desired, for sure. It leaves a lot to be desired. Uh, you probably have sleeping bags. If you're feeling fancy, you have an air mattress. Everyone's always like, this air mattress really feels just like a regular mattress. It's great. And you know what? Those people are lying <laughs> because even good air mattresses, they're fine. I mean, they'll do you for a night, whatever. But if you combine, that, that's okay. But if you do an air mattress plus you've been out in the forest all day, 
and you're unshowered and you're bending oh, your head down, ducking to climb into the tent and all the bugs are coming in after you, then it's just, it's not a comfy night's sleep. Let's just be real. Oh, you're hot. Like if you're camping at a time of year, you know, around the summer, you're waking up hot and sweaty on your pool air mattress and it's not just what? Okay, so that's the third thing, the heat, waking up uncomfortable in the climate, the lack of climate control. Um, For me, another issue is the lack of refrigeration, a cooler, right? I, I feel like the second day, second day camping, no matter how well the cooler's been packed, there's always like weird stray stuff that got loose or it's just, it's just not cool. I don't like dealing with the cooler as my source for, um, for eats. Okay. Now, some people are thinking, what about the bathroom, Mary Jane? What's the deal? Let's talk about it. Okay. Let's do talk about it. Everyone feels differently about this. Our pop-up does not have a toilet or shower. You can get pop-ups with a toilet, or you can get pop-ups with a toilet and shower, or you can get pop-ups with a little outdoor shower thingy. Those are all choices you can make. We chose not to because we didn't want to deal with it. (laughs) We didn't want to deal with it. See, the goal here and the theme you're going to find throughout my podcast is how can we do cool magical stuff easily and that was not part of the easy for us like dealing with the suit whatever we still want to deal with it i want to be like oh different kinds i might amazon sells for like 50 bucks you can get these little like easy toilet things you'll you just check it out whatever i might grab one of those for some there are some nights where you go okay that could be helpful to have that just a little little simple potty setup um, in the main area that you could just dump. Um, but so far so good guys. Uh, you, the, the hack for that is you camp, you know, most campsites are within reasonable space of the restroom. Check your campground before you stay there, stay somewhere if you're with really good reviews and the campground toilets that we've stayed at have actually been really impressive. The showers are clean. Everything's cool. So it's like, yeah, give me the flushing toilet. I don't have to deal with the workaround of hookups. I don't get all the humidity in my camper that I have to worry about from the shower. None of that beeswax. That's just my opinion. But, you know, your your feelings may vary. You may be like, mm, nope, deal breaker. Got to have the toilet in the camper. You know, whatever. I'll I'll check in with you about this in like three or six months, and and let you know if we've gotten the little cassette. They call it a little cassette toilet that you can get, like just cheapo little whatever that you put a little liner in and toss that and call it a day. Am I talking about that way more than you are comfortable with? Well, you know. So game changers and pop-ups, you guys, the bed, the bedding, the bedding. We, we put a little egg crate thing on it. You've got your blankets. Like you have sleep on, it's like a little mattress, but it's a mattress, like a thin little mattress. It's not an air mattress, okay? You could put an air mattress on top of it if you felt like doing it. The point is you're sleeping on an actual little bed that has popped out a sturdy surface. Changing the game right there. A better night's sleep. Sold. Second thing. Hello, you walk into the pop-up. You walk in and it's so much bigger on the inside than it looks on the outside. The pop-up and out thing is real. 
We have like a little, our little table that we can sit at. You could fold that out to be an extra bed if you wanted to, but so far we just use it as our little booth. We all slide into it and have meals or play family games. It's so comfy. We have our little sink. Imagine brushing your teeth right before bed in your little sink. We have a little cooktop in there if you need to, you know, cook something on the inside. If you're not doing the campfire, we have all the outlets. So if you need to plug in a griddle, which is something we did, there was like a rainstorm storm let's get out the griddle blah 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 so that was awesome that's awesome um you can dress it up how you want cute little linens that's cool the air conditioning you guys that may be the ultimate thing i mean the air conditioning i normally would not camp in the summer we did it once uh before voluntarily in recent years for the big eclipse the huge solar eclipse that happened uh, that was really visible here in the in the u.s and uh and it was amazing but we camped in the summer and it was so so hot and humid so ac changes everything i can i can deal with it if i can step into ac air conditioning and cool off so i love it the ac is amazing it works like a dream um there was something else that we were talking about with the gift of the pop-up. You can walk in, you got the, oh, the refrigerator, you guys. It's a little fridge. It's a mini fridge, but it's got everything we need. Okay, so you want to talk about like slightly being kind of glamping, right? We um, bring those like big bottles of iced coffee, like the Starbucks bottles of iced coffee uh, that you can get at the supermarket or sometimes bottles of cold brew that Trader Joe's has, whatever. We get fancy. We bring that. And then we'll have a little container of milk. And I have my separate creamer because I have to have my separate... Whatever. This is where we get high maintenance, okay? This is what I mean about, no, I'm not, you know, oh, let's have fruit leather. I'm like, no, let's have like fancy coffee, right? But this is how we do it. And again, you wake up in the morning, you pour yourself a delicious cup of joe. This, this winter, I have a, a vision. I want to get a little mini Nespresso, right? Hook that bad boy up and have my fresh little coffee pods in the morning, you know, in the fall and winter camping. How magical is that? Um, so there, these are all things that are magical and wonderful. You could be this person. My suggestion, if you're wondering, if you're thinking about it, you can rent one. You can go to a campsite and they sometimes just have them for you to rent right away, right at the campsite. Or you just look up uh, outdoorsy, RV share is in the United States. Um, I'm not sure how that they are in other countries, how they link, but uh, they, they have, they're like Airbnb, you guys, but for campers, you can do this anywhere I think and um, and get a sense of if it's right for you so I hope that that gave you a little sense of easy magic I am gonna leave you with some more thoughts of pot roast and kisses and I wish you all well bye guys <laughs>